Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Winter is coming. Yeah, right, Jon Snow. Winter is here. And for me, that means struggling to find the right temperature when I sleep. I recently found a way to stay at the perfect temperature all night using silver-infused bedsheets by Miracle Brand that were inspired by NASA. See, all those teachers called me a space cadet when I was growing up, and now I'm sleeping on NASA sheets at 40. Who is proving who wrong right here? Dude, the Miracle bed sheets they have self-cooling properties for better quality sleep. They use silver-infused fabrics, originally developed by NASA. Uh, Miracle brand sheets are thermoregulating and designed to keep you at the perfect temperature all night long. Self-cleaning, because the natural silver prevents 99.9% of bacterial growth. Comfort and quality, come on, they're comfortable. And they're not super expensive. And they are the perfect gift for your spouse, friends, or family. Who doesn't want better sleep and luxurious feeling bed sheets? And since these come with three free towels, you get two gifts in one, just in time for the holidays. My brother just moved into a new apartment, housewarming gift, some miracle brand sheets, and they dig it. Stop sleeping on bacteria. Clean sheets means less bacteria to clog your pores, fewer breakouts, and other skin problems. If you aren't sold at this point, I don't know what to tell you about miracle brand sheets. Go to trymiracle.com slash mighty. TryMiracle.com slash Mighty, T-R-Y-M-I-R-A-C-L-E.com slash M-I-G-H-T-Y to try it today or gift it to someone special this holiday season. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Save over 40%. Be sure to use our promo code MIGHTY at checkout to save even more and get three free towels. And Miracle is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Brand. Go to TryMiracle.com slash Mighty and use the code MIGHTY to claim your three free free three piece towel set three free piece towel set free three piece towel set say that three piece towel set times fast and save over 40 percent. again that's try miracle.com slash mighty to treat yourself a friend or a loved one this holiday season thank you miracle brand for sponsoring this episode What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuckboy, Johnny 
G from the south shore of Nassau County, Long Island, standing six foot two, 301 pounds. Tis the holiday season. That number be climbing. All you got to do is trust me. Jackson, Maine, from a star is born. Abortion is healthcare. Why are you still here? But I agree with your message. Also joining me in the High Mighty Studios, my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabris. Arthur, give him a shout out. Arthur snoring in the living room, not actually in here. He's a dog, not a person. Uh, I got to wrap that up for you guys. Also joining me in the High Mighty Studios, I know him. You love him. You know him. I love him. It's the fucking team behind. I'm totally fine. It's Brandon Dermer and Kyle Newichek. Oh, yeah, brother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Welcome wow. to High and Mighty. Oh, yeah. He's my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I got my blood going. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. hard as a rock right now. <laughs> you guys are hard. I'm not even close, man. Well, What's going on? We'll get we'll get it. We'll get you there. Don't you worry. <laughs> we it must got be you. like a must be an age gap or something. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's it's actually surprise that I'm hard. That's what that's the thing. It's it's not norm. Woo! It's not the norm for me. An NRB, a no reason boner. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's what we used to uh, call them when a- we were kids. NRB, you gotta tuck it up in the waistband, all oh, right? Yeah. It's oh, NRB. I gotta right? do the equation on the board. I wore fucking <laughs> yeah. Zubaz to school. Yeah. <laughs> it's laundry day, okay? I remember <laughs> begging my mom for fucking jeans in sixth grade, and she was like, I like I had to keep wearing sweatpants to school because my family was like, jeans are expensive and you're just gonna grow out of them or whatever. <laughs> so we had I had to wear sweatpants while I was like, you know, going through puberty. So I just sit in class like like sweat pouring down my face so challenging <laughs> god so challenging for a young gabris <laughs> oh man that was brutal i wore my i stole my dad's jeans and wore them to school my dad was six foot five <laughs> it was like, his yeah, pants dude. were size 36 36 and i wore them to school in sixth grade they, they probably them. looked like jinkos they did i i well they would rapidly get in. This would be like 94 that I'm referring to. Jenko's would just be popping off like the next year. Mm-hmm. That might be why. <laughs> I yep. might have kicked it all off. <laughs> <laughs> some some jean designer sees this kid walking to school with his pants just falling off. <laughs> I had like right. the, the, the Huck huck finn like braided leather belt where you have to like pull it super and then my the pants are like blossoming out from my fucking little sixth grade waist into my dad's full length levi's (laughs) cuffed like a dozen times (laughs) well the like dude the braided leather belt was correct because that lasted forever you could constantly be moving it i think is it macrame is that what it's called is it macrame leather (laughs) it's like leather yeah it is like macrame leather and the thing about that is too you could just change your own waist size with that you're like you know what let me get it a little tighter you could tell it like a fucking powerlifting belt you're like (laughs) yeah (laughs) yep you never actually knew what size you were because it was just all over the place depending on your vibe Eventually, you would stretch out like one area in the thing, like after a bit where you'd be like, oh, this is obviously my hole because there's this. is That's my hole, bitch. (laughs) Wow. What a trip down memory lane there. Okay, Mm -hmm. okay, Styles, Uh, baby. While we're uh, taking a trip down memory lane, have you guys have you guys like we're going to talk about aliens today, something I love to talk about. And is, uh, uh, you know, lightly uh, well, featured in the film that you guys are currently 
you know, has been released, our, our marketing, our uh, doing the rounds about, and I'm so, you know, I'm up there. It's, you know, you guys are doing Carson, High and Mighty, and Hot mm-hmm. Ones. So I appreciate mm-hmm. that I was able to get you guys. That's right. That's right. And a star is born. We're doing, we're going to like go back in time and do the press tour of a star is born. We're going to be on Carson with Babs and Chris Christopherson. It should be pretty yeah, fun. It's, it's that one. Yeah, it's not, not, yeah, not even the fucking Bradley Cooper one. Yeah, we're going, we're going to deep fake ourselves into the press tour of the first A Star is Born, and that's pretty much what we're going to do. And you relax, production company. You'll see how this pays off. Yeah. <laughs> Just trust us on this yeah. marketing plan. <laughs> Kick back and watch the streams come in. Uh, do you guys have, I I always say this like I believe in aliens before I believe in ghosts and paranormal and religion. I believe that like that aliens to me seems more logical that there are just creatures, animals, ma- uh humanoids yeah. that live on another live somewhere else in this entirely vast universe. Where do you guys fall on that uh I mean, you guys have the vibes of guys who believe in aliens. I just want you to answer for yourself. Oh, wow. You already pegged us? <laughs> A little bit. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, for me, it just seems like how can you say no to a universe? A universe? Is it a universe? Uh, <laughs> yeah, to a, a to universal a pictures. Like, yeah. How can you say no to something that you can't, haven't even seen yet? You know what I mean? Right. There's like, just too much that we. And I guess you can make the same argument with like paranormal stuff that there's like. But I just like we know that there's outer space. Like we know that the universe is enormous. Right. We have tangible photos from NASA like every week coming out of the of the the galaxy and hyper specific of stars and it, it's insane to think that we're the only thing existing. Right. right. Yeah. It, yeah. That's been like yeah. That's like being an ant on on the island of Maui and being like, well, this is probably everybody. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, brother, you have no idea. Like, yeah, we haven't even gotten like. We're not even positive about life on all the planets in our solar system. And then there's like an exponential amount of solar systems featuring an exponential amount of planets. Just the odds alone, there's got to be. Yeah. Even if you're just relating it to numbers and space and how that works, it's (laughs) like, well, like, look, this is definitely a possibility. Now, when it comes to like the photo evidence, you know, of this stuff. Sometimes I'm like, well, VFX, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) But that that unidentified object video that the government put out during the pandy. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime the government lets us know cool info, it, it, it to me reeks of like when my parents are like, hey. We're randomly going out to dinner tonight uh, and we're going to get whatever you guys want. I'm like, oh no, here comes bad news as well. Or they're hiding. (laughs) Anytime the government's like, dude, aliens are actually real, you're like, what the fuck did you sketchballs just do? Like, where'd you just start a fucking war for oil or something like that? Exactly. Who'd you just drone strike? That way you could be like, uh, aliens too, man. That 
that's not well that's the other thing too you keep posting ufo videos you're like look at this ufo and it's just obama steering it as he fucking bombed <laughs> <laughs> and it's like that's a ufo i swear to god it's weirdly targeting uh oil barons right, right. in kuwait but <laughs> right. whoa what the hell the aliens went after this thing that makes us a lot of money yeah. man man the aliens man they have such specific choices of <laughs> yeah that's a trip my stock just went up <laughs> fuck are we talking about <laughs> but yeah it is so it is it does reek of some real sleight of hand you know and that's why i claim like you know it's always so out of focus i know everybody says this but it's like you can't tell it's more like like just from the video really like you you can't you could make that they're always so low res that you're like well that's perfect for a visual effects trick that's perfect. Right. And then it's like, like it's justifiably low res. It's like high speed from a distance, cloud cover. It's mm-hmm. like everything. It's like a Marvel movie. It's like it's black. It's raining. You know, they just do everything <laughs> that classically makes VFX easier. It's like, they're fighting. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's like they actually, they're like fucking, you know, the U.S. government or whoever's releasing this, whatever government agency is releasing this. But it's like. They have the worst visual effects. Yeah. They have the worst of Hollywood because Marvel bought up all the good VFX guys. They don't got Kubrick anymore, you know. For guys, like I work. Yeah, I work on hey, Loki. Watch now. out, buddy. Where, <laughs> where'd you work before Loki? Oh, I worked for the uh, CIA, just yeah. inserting UFOs and living uh, senators into videos and shit. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah, let me show you my demo reel that got me this job. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a hovering circle (laughs) (laughs) so far away. It's like, looks real (laughs) off. Yeah. Even the idea, even the idea of unidentified flying object recently, I got like thought more and like a friend was talking about it. It's like, that doesn't even mean from outer space either. That could mean experimental, uh, Argentinian aircraft, you know, or like that people trying out uh, some freak built something. It could be a f- something like, and we're just like, we just haven't identified it. So it's not like it's a highway full of like the men in black monsters just driving around. Like it could just, yeah. could be like literally half the time. It's like, Oh, that was a balloon. Oh, that was Elon Musk fucking uh, practicing something. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was going to say. It's a hot air balloon until it gets close enough to see what it is. (laughs) Oh, shit. shit. The hot air balloon has radar lock on us. (laughs) Yeah, that's coming in quick. What the fuck is that, bro? It's coming in slow, actually. What the fuck is that, bro? Yeah, it's scarier because it's slow. Well, that's that's the shit that people say, like, is the identifying video factor for UFOs is like, the way they move, they'll like move in like a plane, like a 360 plane rather like, uh, you know, like on it, like they'll move, like shoot in sideways and then shoot back out or whatever. And like with hovering and that's like technology that everyone is pretending we don't have yet. <laughs> I right. Just, I just sounded insane, but you know what I mean? No, no, no. I, yeah, you did. You did. Yeah. And that's, and that's okay. <laughs> As they're playing this at like CIA headquarters, be like, look, I thought they might be on to us, but have you heard this? They have no fucking clue. (laughs) (laughs) You're getting flagged. (laughs) Yeah, because it it seemingly can, whatever the unidentified flying object is, can go in three dimensional, like can go down and forward and back and like hit. Like zero turning radius kind of situation. But you know, I mean, I'm all about that shit being. 
like but it also that's like basic ass pong graphics you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah that's sprite <laughs> movement like that's yeah <laughs> yeah it's like it's like simple thoughts it's like that, that can make it <laughs> yeah it's like i don't know man i don't know but the, also why are their crafts like i don't know man what are their crafts? Their crafts were one way for so long. They were a saucer. Why were they a fucking saucer? <laughs> like, how come How come alien crafts have, like, kind of been alongside our pop culture the whole way? Right. Well, <laughs> even the looks of aliens, like the classic, as they say, like the grays, like that the look has been around for like 60 years. That's like what's on refrigerator magnets and shit like that <laughs> right the aesthetic of aliens has been kind of it, it kind of changed a little bit with time but there has been some things that stay exactly the same like you're saying you know well it starts to you, you start to wonder like is is there some truth in the fact that like everyone's always said it's saucer shaped and that people always right. seem to get probed you know and like abducted and like time loss or oh, yeah. is that in the zeitgeist enough that you'll like pass out, ha faint, have some weird brain thing happen, wake up and your butthole hurts completely separately. And you're like, fuck, I must have been abducted because that's the context I've heard about. Right. <laughs> like that. I, I, I'm always like, it, was there some sort of like uh, knowledge to the shape of a flying saucer? Or did someone say flying saucer once? And then everyone after that, like that, that was like the thing that stuck. Like I, I, what could like chicken or egg? Early viral before viral, one person just told another person another person, and it just stuck forever. Like when we were in the third grade, when everyone was like, "Marilyn Manson can suck his own dick," as he removed one of his ribs. Yeah, you remember uh, that? I feel like I, that was like viral before viral, and uh, also that Marilyn Manson was Paul from Wonder Years was a big one. That was oh, like that yes. was huge. That, that and, was huge. And so easily to disprove. <laughs> But it like really had legs in my high school. I know we talked about that a lot. The other yeah, big one was Rod Stewart got his stomach pumped full of cum. That was like an early yes. viral thing. Yeah. Yep, yep. And apparently, That's just like, apparently his manager started that uh, uh, like rumor when he fired his manager. <laughs> he was like, fuck it, I'll poison the well. And it like worked so well. <laughs> wow. I'm talking about it 40 years later, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Dude, exactly. It's been on my mind. Well, I mean, if you're a 12 year old boy and you hear someone had so much cum in their stomach and had to get pumped, you, know, you can't unthink of that. <laughs> no, no, that's going to be, you're going to be wondering about that for the rest of until you figure out it was his rumor this time. It was a rumor. Right. <laughs> yeah. Finally, hear that. And that yeah. just lessens it a little bit in your brain. It just yeah. shifts down slightly as taking up brain space. So maybe exactly. so someone either saw a flying saucer or created this rumor and then it just went on and then people started thinking that they saw things like that. Like with the Marilyn right. Manson thing, I remember seeing people be like, dude, look at this scar on his stomach. He must have got a rib removed so he can suck his own dick. Well, honestly, though, what is the whole thing with that? Was it what it was been debunked or are we just assuming it was debunked or what? Because I don't think has that come out in like a credible way well, <laughs> that it was a falsehood what if or we what? just added Marilyn Manson to the Zoom right now. But if I come on, in, Brian. Just, come on in, Brian. <laughs> No, Tell I don't him think Paul he's, from I, Wonder Years. <laughs> I don't think he's very credible. So no, I, if, I it, if, <laughs> if that came from his like um, own <laughs> story, I, I just know. remember being in like 
in school in my Jinkos and someone telling me that, and then I told someone and told someone, and then it was just with me for the rest of the time. Yeah. Right. It would also, people would randomly start rumors that someone died. Like, that, before, like because this is pre-internet, so someone would just come in and be like, did you hear Tyson Beckford died? You're like, what? It's like, and like, and people are all talking about it, and you realize, like, why did we care about Tyson Beckford that much? Why did we? That is so interesting. Like the timeline of like viral before the internet, and how shit really like fucking popped off, and you had no way of knowing. It's still kind of the same. Yeah, it's this. It's but it was instead of reading in a tweet somewhere or a headline somewhere like we say now back in the day it was like yo my cousin's friend said <laughs> right like right. they a- used to just call it the rumor mill <laughs> right yeah. we all knew that Marilyn Manson one right i was in chicago kyle's in california you were in jersey we all knew that <laughs> new york dog get it right oh sorry sorry, sorry 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 <laughs> <laughs> and we all knew that probably around the same time somehow all- without any <laughs> internet like that's so true Early internet, maybe there was chat rooms. Like chat rooms were probably moving things, right? Yeah, there's probably some chat rooms moving things, like summer camp moving things, talking to your cousin yeah. long distance. Mm-hmm. Like that's the shit. I remember going to summer camp and learning. <laughs> you just said talking to your cousin long distance. That's, that's how exactly old I right. am. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> how are things way over there? They're good. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. in Florida. How is it? It's crazy. Are you? Did you know that Rod Stewart drank so much cum? Like, Look, I'm gonna tell you this. Like, it's a secret, though, dude. Don't tell me. Manson, yeah. <laughs> Marilyn Manson got his ribs removed so he could suck his own dick. Mom, shut up. <laughs> That's Are you telling that rib story again? No. Get out she of here, knows. Mom. <laughs> I told you, stop spreading misinformation. It's going to be a problem in 2023. What? <laughs> Whoa. How did he? Hold on. Play that back. Wait. Rewind that. <laughs> Enhance. Enhance. <laughs> Play that back. He just said it's going to be a problem. He just said misinformation is going to be a problem in 2023. <laughs> he knows what? something, man. <laughs> oh, fuck. Is there well, a chance that aliens are peaceful? I hope so. I, I, would, like, I would like to think that as well, but well, here, I guess the crazier question is, is there a chance we would be peaceful to aliens who show up? I feel like no. I feel like we'd be like a dude would just step out of his fucking condo in Dallas and open fire. Like all yeah, these fucking would've. psychos with guns. Forget even like a military response. It's gonna be like twenty fucking freaks coming down from fucking Alhambra with fucking rifles. Yeah, even if they're just like if they just got lost, they're just like on their tour bus, like coming over to check out <laughs> Earth, you know? Yeah. Right. That's what, they're like, oh, cool. They have water on this planet. You want to touch down? Never mind. Right. Bunch of hicks are shooting at us. Let's get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's get out of here. That's probably how it goes down because everybody who sees an alien is like so scared. They're like, what the fuck? Get out of here. <laughs> like, scare them out. Those guys ain't fun. Have you ever had a, a fir- like a th- like a third kind encounter or whatever? A, a, you saw something that you thought could be like, or had a hard time explaining something you saw. Because I always, I mean, I, I'm always digging in with that with weird. You know, you'll meet a weirdo and they'll they're ready to tell you something like that within like 20 minutes. Like I went on a cruise with my in laws and uh, two separate people on this cruise told me how they saw aliens. <laughs> 
and you were the guy that they told. Yeah. You were the guy that <laughs> well, they I was. I, I had the face that said, "Tell me something insane, please." Like, <laughs> <laughs> you definitely do. You're like, I want to hear it. Yeah, I want to hear it. And well, the, I I think part of it is I've been living in like major metropolitan areas for the last twenty something years too, and I feel like when aliens do visit, it's either a coincidence or it makes sense that they don't go anywhere near large buildings and high populations. But it seems to be like swamps and fucking, you know, uh, oh. rural areas that they come to. And and that makes sense, too, because they'd be like, it doesn't sound loud or bright here. Let's go check it out. But right. I, for sure. And those people on the, like and that's when I all meet someone who's not like I met this woman who was like from Georgia and she was like. I went, stepped out in my yard, fully bright. All a, a bright light was shining on me. All the power went out in the neighborhood. I I blinked, and then like a few minutes later, my friends came out, and they were like, "You were standing in the yard for twenty minutes. What was going on?" Or something like that. And I was like, Whoa. "Okay, that sounds really cool." Now I'm hearing that from a woman who I've already established seems nuts. Like in that <laughs> in that moment. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? What came first, the chicken or the egg? Was she nuts before she was? All right, Before she realized happen? these 20 minutes were gone, you know, or was she, you got to go dig a little bit, see what her, uh, what her rep is on that one. Right. Right. That's the other thing too. It's like she, she, oh, she was a, a assistant district attorney until the alien abduction. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, that's a different, that's a different story, you know? Do you, oh. so any, any, do you have anyone or anyone, like any source that you kind of trust that you're like, oh yeah, uh. This yep, person the United me- the, the, the United States government. Well, yeah. hey, who else can you trust if you can't trust your uh, judicial branch? I don't really have. I don't feel like I have anything that didn't result in the probability of like an animal or something. You know what I mean? But but the the being out in the wilderness or whatever, like alone, makes you think about that kind of stuff. Um, I think power outages have definitely contributed to like weirdness in my mind, but I've, I don't feel like I've ever seen anything that was hard evidence that to me that was like aliens are here, man. Yeah. Or something I just cannot explain just happened. Like, you know, I mean, but I, I, there was like one time where there was like ghosts where like powers started a windmill on like a cold night but it wasn't or like on like a on like a not there was no wind in there and the windmill started creaking and we were like that was more seancey shit though you right know what I right mean? yeah but still Which i don't know if that's related or not like we're saying you know yeah. that's kind of what we maybe you do expire on this planet and then go to another galaxy yeah, you know, and or you your energy exists here, and it sometimes represents itself in a paranormal way, and sometimes it's conflated with uh, a- alien stuff that they're like, "I saw this beam of light shoot a," but really it's pop pop passing from liver cancer or whatever. Like, could be yes. anything. Yeah. Yes, because like those, like maybe they're maybe ghosts are just like paranormal that, or like, or like you know, extraterrestrials. Like if we put them on, we don't know. I don't know how to how to unblur the lines between ghosts and extraterrestrials. Really? I think Um, Scientology, the Thetans, aren't they aliens in, in our bodies? And then I, that could be true. Uh, I know because you've been going for a while now to this. Yeah, I, I ju- I'm high, I ju- you I'm just got us. You I'm just got ranking. us started. So by the way, I'm basing, like I'm, ba- I'm basing this on that South Park episode where they break it down. So <laughs> <laughs> I, you sound like me, like my entire like uh, 
childhood into adolescence into young adulthood was like, well, I I know this from The Simpsons. Like I just yeah. was like that's how I knew what Clockwork Orange was. Like that, the amount of shit I just right. knew because of The Simpsons. I was like asking my dad, what is that in reference to? It's like uh, Boutros, Boutros, Golly. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Is that really what it is, though? Is it like aliens inside of our body that then move on? Because that sounds sick. And where are they located? <laughs> I, you got to watch the South Park episode again. But I think it's something where like these aliens. No, I'm asking. Yeah, I'm asking where are the um, the Scientology buildings located? I'd love to go. Check <laughs> oh, yeah. There's that one over on Franklin. The I have an audition. I have, I have a call back there later. <laughs> Bro, I heard I. I they like predatorily they were fucking people they always have auditions listed it like are used to at least in like backstage and shit and it was like always like low paying uh jobs that you could book and like you know Whoa. as a, a struggling actor a 200 dollars day rate uh, if you're new to the biz is like shit what is it oh i just gotta like and then it's just like light recruiting that's <laughs> like that's yeah. that's scary that because i remember how ucb took over my brain when i was 21 i'm glad i went to an uh, improv class there rather than like a thetan audition although to be fair if i took a scientology class instead of ucb i might be huge in hollywood by yeah now. you would not be talking to us right now <laughs> uh... i'd be plugging my movie on your podcast <laughs> yeah bitch. yeah buddy yeah buddy yeah man that's crazy <laughs> look at that the butterfly flapped its wings dude and here we are here we are man title <laughs> title wave in fucking uh, china dog <laughs> i love it i love how that works are you wasting money on subscriptions? 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about. Maybe for you, it's unused Amazon Prime or a Hulu account that never gets streamed. That's where this great app I use that helps me keep track of all my expenses. And because of it, I no longer waste money on subscriptions I don't even use. You might have heard of it. It's called Rocket Money, formerly advertised on this podcast as Truebill, now known as rocket money come on get stop spending all this this app will show you all your subscriptions in one place and cancels what you don't want right now for you rocket money can even find subscriptions you didn't even know you were paying for you may even find out you've been double charged for a subscription maybe two in one under one family to cancel subscription all you have to do is press cancel and then rocket money takes care of the rest so Cancel unnecessary subscriptions with Rocket Money today. Go to rocketmoney.com slash mighty. Seriously, it can save you hundreds per year. That's rocketmoney.com slash mighty. Heck yeah. Get on it and get some of those bills taken care of. Get them out of the way. I have a you said out in nature and that's funny you say that because like uh, you know I do a lot of camping and uh, hallucinogenics whilst camping uh, classic, okay, nice. classic pairing you know uh, nice but I always go with a buddy who's like a real believer and he always talks about how he keeps seeing unusual things and I wonder how like much a predisposition could affect that you know what I mean like you're if you're seeking confirmation bias as opposed to like, then a shooting star could be, oh, hey, I don't know. Could have been, oh, this uh, thing that I saw could have been this weird light or this uh, distant star looked different. Oh, that could be because my buddy is always like, I saw something 
come out of the sky and go into the ocean and be and you and you know they can do that and i'm like okay <laughs> yeah dude i mean i i don't know man sometimes there's like and then you're just sleeping through it when you're out there <laughs> Right, and then it's like, oh, they didn't they didn't come this Thursday that I'm camping with you, you know? (laughs) Right, right, right. They're only showing up when you're alone, okay, or when nobody else can wake up. What's going on? Yeah, I don't know. I'm. I mean, I think I had like little things when I was a kid too, but that's when your imagination is like running wild, and like you know, you're you're like, oh, you see headlights light something up, and you're like, that's that was a fucking alien, dude. (laughs) that's a two-way street a little bit too because a lot of people say children are more sensitive to that kind of weird stuff because they don't their logic brain is not fully turned all the way up where they're justifying away or rationalizing away weird stuff that's that's why they say why kids see more ghosts and stuff because right and also it could just be you're a kid and your imagination runs wild, obviously. But p- some people think it is because like you would see that and go, oh, that's just a headlight reflection. But a kid might see something that's more than we've become accustomed to. Yeah. Yeah. Man, sure, the kids, because- man, they know everything, yeah. man. You ever well, look that- at a baby's eyes, man? They got, <laughs> they understand it all. <laughs> and then they grow up, man. And then they fucking just change. Now we're all fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah. Well, grow I want- up. <laughs> pre-logic i want pre-logic minds okay dude i mean i think that's part of the fun of drugs if i'm being honest like the recreational drugs i do is like kind of knocks your brain back to kind of like uh pre-logic where you're like fuck it yeah i am getting some weird energy off this tree you know what i mean and it's like whether it's real or not it's thrilling to be in the headspace that i'm like yeah i do feel the energy let's all hold the tree and and we'll charge up and be ready for the day (laughs) right exactly that is fun man i'm into that stuff yeah you're open to it yeah, if I'm not fucking tripping balls, I'd be like, guys, please, I got it. This is weird and wack. See, but yeah. I, I don't know, but I do that kind of stuff even when I'm not tripping balls. Like, I'm like, that's the I move. Go, I got to get there. I go like and put my feet on the ground, and I believe I get shit from that. You know what I mean? I do believe that that can center us and all that. I'm, I, I'm, I'm not, with you on that shit. I'm hippy dippy, dude. I like my granola. You know what I mean? I dig that shit. I'll tell you, dog. I've never been, but in the like in the last four years, I like have started to like get like my body and brain have gone that way. Like, I, you yeah. know what I mean? Like I started like all it took was for me to like reorganize the beach as not like and be like, you know, that is nature and you're connect And like it, it's not just a cool place because I grew up by the beach and then I moved out here and like I kept I keep going to the beach. And I was always like, I'm not really a nature guy. And someone's like, don't you go to the beach like every week? all year long it's like that's that's nature and i was like oh to me it's just like the most chill relaxing place i could surf i could do and they're like yeah that's nature what you're describing is nature and i I was so closed off that it had to be like woods you know and mountains that i was like that nature i'm not a nature guy like you swim in the ocean by yourself for hours you go jump off boats like that's nature you're in nature i'm like the water is nature whoa that is so funny and then hilarious i extrapolated out from there i'm like whoa i do really love being outdoors and then i started like literally at 36 years old went camping for the first time i'm you know i'm 40 now and i'm like right i got my own tent and shit finally i I like came like it's funny that it all and then with that came like the shit where i'm like uh you know 
pack it in, pack it out. Uh, you got, dude, I just want to get my shoes off and stand in the grass, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, outdoor showers, rinsing off in a fucking lake, like all this shit. You're like, this is better than shampoo and showering because that's act- this is real, you know? Like that shit gets to you in like a way. I- so I feel you on that, Kyle. I'm totally here. Yeah. Well, I-, I mean, there is a certain amount of like natural ecosystem that we are, we've lost because of innovation, you know what I mean? <laughs> and like. <laughs> Which is very good, but at the same time, just like sometimes maybe things are just a little bit over-engineered and maybe walk it back a little bit every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, that and, and honestly, like, it does feel like, oh, I got to get off my phone. I got to stop using my phone. And then, so you, like, do, like, the stupid shit, like, put it down when I have company in this. But, like, the ultimate is go in nature where you have no reception and can't look at the screen because it's too bright anyway you know like get in that situation and then you're all of a sudden you're like man i was really relaxed and someone's like you know like it all happened at once for me i was camping i started getting into mushrooms more and i'm like fuck man camping is good for the bones you know someone's like well the mushrooms are good i was like oh yeah they're good for you and it's like and plus you're getting outdoors time and you're not looking at your phone and i'm like these are all things i want to be doing in my life and they all happen one at once in nature and that's something powerful about that as well where did you go because i'm i'm 36 and i've never been camping where did you go camping for the first time that like clicked it i'm you guys are selling me right now (laughs) Bro, I'm telling you, because car camping is the fucking game changer for newbies. Like, you yeah. just drive somewhere, and they have a campsite. You park your car there, and you sleep near your car. So all your shit is in your car. You can overpack like crazy because you just have your car where you're like, oh, I'll have like two coolers full of food and like tw- you know extra sweaters. You just and I did that. I did <laughs> yeah. that at Big Bear. I've done that at uh, I think it's called. Broomhill Thorn, like kind of in the Santa Monica area. There's a lot of those places around. And with car camping, you could be like nearly an idiot and pull off like a camping trip. Like that's what I need. Yeah. Yeah. It's just fun. Yeah. You just roll out there. It's like, I think last time I did it was, where was it? It's fucking uh, on the, on highway one. It was right by the beach. It was like, um, Leo Carrillo. No, it's North. I'm North. I'm like, uh, it was big sequoias and shit. Oh, shit. Leo, Leo Carrillo, though. Leo Carrillo. I got a lot of history at Leo Carrillo. You should roll there. It's fun. It's, you, and that's not a bad not a bad drive. It's right over there. Do you there. go to Leo? Do you go to Leo? I've, I, oh, yeah. I've camped there a few times. Oh, Leo is off the charts, dude. I used to, when I surfed a lot, I would camp at Leo. Dude, I, I am so scared by that break at Leo, though. The one where you go underneath the bridge and it's like all rocky bottom. This, people are fucking surfing out there and that shit is like too shallow and too rocky for me you see all these little dudes just kind of like jump on and paddle out from like two inches of water safely or they're like surfing in water shoes and booties and shit but well i always surfed with booties on i mean that's the shit i love that i thought that was the look like (laughs) (laughs) like i don't care how much water is getting into my booty like i want to wear my shoes when i surf But you got to also on the other side of that rock, if you keep going, there's Heavens. You ever go to Heavens? No. Because Heavens is the parking lot that's not like connected to Leo, but you can like walk there. It's like maybe it's like north. It's north it's, of, yeah. of Leo. And that's where I was fucking out on the board. And they there's all this kelp that's always like 
um, you know, you feel like that's why I wear booties because that shit is fucking scary. You know yeah, I mean? the, like kelp, you- the kelp forest shit is th- when I, I took my first scuba lesson, it was fucking out at Catalina Island in the kelp forest. Scary. Yep. Scary. Yep. <laughs> if talk about aliens, dude, just underwater, like James Cameron, he's got it right. He's right. There's some shit. <laughs> dude, I, yeah. I say this way too much on this podcast, but the, the stat is the underneath our the bot the bottoms of our sea is as undiscovered as outer space oh yeah and That's it's on and, and we're on the planet mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. and there's so much going on down there that we don't know about and the most you ever feel like an astronaut on earth is scuba diving you're just yes. when you're when you hit zero buoyancy and you're just kicking your fins and you're like soaring over populations like yes it's fish and crabs and like coral but you're literally like a super being you're like an eternal just (laughs) soaring over like an entire you know and also things exist that are bigger than you in the same area you're in like that's there's something so thrilling and i i i'm such a fan of the ocean i in the last couple years like became a scuba certified and started scuba diving and that feels like that that chick is as close as you can get to being a spaceman. Uh, I swear well, it feels fuck. Well, even because once you're only hearing your breathing and only seeing like this like <laughs> level of shit, you start to fucking really spiral. <laughs> I never, I never done the scuba thing, but but like, I never. That's that's wild. Maybe I will at some point, but that's so wild. I mean, I was on top of a on top of the ocean on a board, and I saw a whale out of heavens, like super like. Like pretty close. I mean, my memory probably makes it closer every year because it was <laughs> yeah. like, <laughs> you know, there's probably gets... some exact equation where it's like per year it gets three meters closer, and like you could just do the math on the actual time and the actual distance. Eventually, you're riding the whale. <laughs> that's gotta be that's gotta be the same for almost every epic tale as well. Is oh, every yeah. year it gets a little bit more heightened. The guy heightened who the more. guy who you fought gets an extra ten pounds of muscle every year. Yeah, it's yeah. All, <laughs> that's all my. In, Stories. Until people call bullshit, then you walk it back a little bit, and you're like, because <laughs> you know you have those moments where the whale was, I swear to God, like six feet away from me. People are like six feet, and you're like, no, oh yeah, no. that does sound really six. close. Yeah, <laughs> no, it like, wasn't six. Feet. It was you're twenty right. feet, and it was six feet away from you. It was twenty feet long. So where, what was closer? You're like, okay, it was further. That's like telling a story in front of your partner too. You know, <laughs> like after you've yeah. been like, you're like, I told this story a hundred times. You start telling it in front of your partner and they're like, how many guys were at the bar when you did this? And you're like, uh, <laughs> hundreds, hundreds. Yeah. You're like, yeah. Oh, you haven't been around for this story in a while. It's fucking heightened. It's escalated. <laughs> There has to be a metric to that. I'm sure yeah, there's. I'm positive. Yeah, that's so funny. Um, that whale thing reminded me, the the most I've ever felt like seeing aliens was I was in um French Polynesia, which connecting to what we just saw ta- talked about is where Cameron got inspired for Avatar. And when you go mm-hmm. to French Polynesia, Bora Bora, and those islands, you see what he's talking. Like the plant life feels prehistoric and neon in that cool way. And then the water is so crystal clear. It's so fucking bananas. I was doing like a snorkel tour with this dude who was like driving us a- amongst the islands and being like, oh, we have a good chance of seeing blank here. And then he just is like, 
I think I can get us to see a manta ray, but we got to get in the boat and get to the cove now. Someone said they saw it swim into the cove. It goes into the cove to get its teeth cleaned. It like opens its mouth and teeth come, uh, little fish come in and clean its teeth. So we race over, see this thing in the water. From above it, it looks like a full king size black comforter you know it's just like enormous black shadow and he's like get in there get in there get in there so i like slap my fucking mask on dive off the side of the boat and this thing has like i'm no exaggerate or maybe exaggeration at this point because it was three years ago but it has like (laughs) it has like a 12 foot wingspan it's like enormous and i'm like 15 feet away from it at the top of the water and it's like swimming around and i'm like i'm i'm he said it's safe. I'm confident in my swimming abilities. And I'm like, fuck it. So I like dive down and I'm like, I'm going to go as close to this thing as possible and just feel its energy. So I dive down. I get to be about six to eight feet behind it. And it's just enormous. And it's so gentle seeming. And then it just slowly turns towards me fully, fully gentle. Not doing anything. Now it's like 10 feet away on like a wide turn, 12 feet away on a wide turn. And it just opens its mouth and its mouth opens like a giant VCR or like a, a, a small garage door. It's just like a huge rectangle. Doesn't seem scary, but I panic. <laughs> the it turns oh. it, it like, I felt like it looked at me and I was like, <laughs> and I'm like, my wife and her, her, her parents or her mom and stepdad are behind me getting off the boat and they hear me like, yeah, 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 like backpedal and they're like, and I'm the most confident in the water. They're like, what's going on? What's going on? I'm like, oh, I just kind of bugged myself out. I got a little too close. And they're like, <laughs> well, yeah, because it's like you said, small garage door. If that's happening, you're like that fucking thing. And you, can't you see their teeth? Yeah. You, yeah. Like well, I saw, they have a lot of them. Yes, they have a ton. As a matter of fact, when it opened its mouth, I saw the fish like running, swimming in and out, eating, like dining on its teeth and shit. It's cool. Wow. And I, it, to me, I was like, that was so fucking. And like, there was a moment while I'm like, you know, swimming above this thing that's moving smoothly. And it feels like we are two like beings in space. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. you don't get that feeling a lot. Like, in the water, we do kind of move similar to other uh, creatures. Like on land, it'd be like <laughs> you'd have to like run into a bear or a gorilla to feel sim- similar. Yeah. What yeah. the fuck? Which, that's never happened to me. No, I've never no. had a bear or a fucking. I've had like a coyote, maybe a bobcat roll through, but I've had some head to head coyote experience. No, nothing scarier than that. Coyotes are just dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I worked with a coyote on a shoot once on like a low budget Viacom shoot. And uh, (laughs) the lady, uh, the the coyote trainer was like, I was like, oh, my God. So they're just like dogs. Uh, She's like, it's more like a rat than a dog. Do not trust the coyote. (laughs) 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 And something weird I learned about him is you can train, you can treat train a coyote. But the second it's full, it doesn't want any more treats. You've lost all control of it. Right. And I'm like, oh, that's really funny. It's like, it'll listen to you until it's like, well, I'm actually don't want any more treats. So I'm completely. And there's like two people holding like a fucking metal wire, like all the way around the corner around the coyote's neck. And it's like me and Betsy Sodaro. It's like, okay, walk up to the coyote. And we're like, are you fucking (laughs) (laughs) animal trainer people in Hollywood are like some of the scariest motherfuckers in the business. Yeah. And you're putting your life in their hands. Like, did you have to interact with the coyote? No, they like we had to just get one shot of us kind of 
close to each other for a wide establishing then we like plated it out the rest but even during that it was like okay this is it this is the one chance and me i was like <laughs> the second you're really doing it you're like what the fuck am i doing out here Turber, have you ever worked with animals just dogs just dogs dogs are chill yeah I, got, I mean, for the most part, they're chill. Sometimes they just don't listen, but yeah. I got to work Animals. with the dog from Two and a Half Men, and it was a big deal. Everyone made sure that everyone on set knew this was the dog from Two and a Half Men. <laughs> I love a first AD having to give, all right, guys, we're going to have a dog on set. He's kind of an elite level actor. Let's all act cool. You know, the residuals are better than everyone here, so everyone just act yeah. cool, okay? <laughs> Dude, do you think that dog gets residuals? Like, do you <laughs> I mean, you have to be a certain level to negotiate residuals for. A well, but I mean, like, if you're like on a recurring like part of a show like that, then why couldn't that animal wrangler negotiate for residuals right. at a certain point? But like, it has to go to the dog. It has to be proven yeah. that it goes to the dog somehow. <laughs> you gotta show receipts for expensive steaks and shit. Yeah, like what happened to the Taco Bell dog's estate, dude? I bet that fucking thing yeah. is like gonna, they're going to open up a theme park, start selling IP pretty soon. It's going to be dope. I would go to fucking Live Moss World or whatever the fuck they have call. A fucking have a vodka or whatever. It's like the Taco Bell dog's vodka. Yo, Kiro vodka. Okay. Yeah. Wow, who came up with that? Oh, yeah, that's good. That's good, good copywriting. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> Genius. Kyle, what have you worked? You've worked with every animal. Yeah. Um, no, I never worked with like a bear or anything. The craziest one I worked with was a gator. Mm. Um, yeah, like an alligator. And the, it showed up to set in a big like wooden coffin in the back of a pickup truck in oh. New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, at lunch, they pulled me out and they were like, gator's here. And I was like, all right. And the script called for me to wrestle the gator. So I was supposed to, I was, and I knew that I was going to do that in some way, shape, or form. I wasn't quite sure exactly how that was going to go down, but <laughs> I went I went to go look at this gator, and we, they opened it up at, at lunch. They opened up this coffin-looking thing, and the gator was just in there, and it was massive, like one of the strongest meats I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, it's like 600 pounds of just fucking leather and teeth. It's like yeah, you're shot. like, whoa, wait, where has this being been? You know what I mean? That Maybe shit's there's... some prehistoric shit, too. Like That's alligators, alien practically shit. dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, they know if there's yeah. aliens for sure. I don't <laughs> know how all... old they get, but yeah, this motherfucker seemed like he was 6,000 or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> like. <laughs> But then, and then, yeah, and everybody was on set that week because even we were doing house party and even Durs was like, did you see the gator? I'm like, yeah, I fucking saw the gator. Like, you're going to get in the ring with that thing? I'm like, I guess so. That's what they're saying. It's all good. And so then they kind of like taught me. Then it came time to shoot and they put the gator in the ring with me because I was supposed to fight it. And they had um, tape around the gator's mouth. So basically it couldn't snap. So it had taken away some of its like, you know, its its greatest weapon had been <laughs> taken away. And so I was like, okay, whatever. I'll just pretend. 
Uh, but I thought I was going to be able to do it, you know, but they didn't let me. I thought maybe I would have to do that. <laughs> like, I could hold just it. Make sure you hold this mouth shut because if you don't, you die. And action. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The cool thing is I'm the director, so I'm saying that to myself. <laughs> and action. Oh, come oh, on. God. Why did I cut myself off? I should I should ask one more question. That's always me as an actor. It's like, and you, you, got, you have any questions? I'm like, nope, whenever you're ready. And then they're like, all right action like you're in a car or whatever and you're like why the fuck i had 10 questions why i just didn't want to be the guy that slowed it down why did i and now you're like what am I? I hope i'm just gonna guess what i do is right and you see like the ad and the director being like okay back to one what the fuck and i'm like sorry i totally should have asked what we were doing i i lied i i was afraid to seem dumb so i just said yep got it action go <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Talking to two guys who have directed you yeah, on multiple occasions. Yeah, very, very familiar. <laughs> <laughs> like, just knowing your process, <laughs> odds are, like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Take one. Got it. And just fire Go. the... Let me know when they hit the pyro. Got it. <laughs> like, why are gamers in charge of the pyro? <laughs> well, you, so got, funny, you guys did bro. stunts together, though. You, I didn't have any stunts with you, gamers, other than the, the sex scene, but that was... That was easy. That was cool for me because that was my that was my first one of those. Uh, I don't get I, I frequently don't do kissing and uh, sex scenes for some reason. That's just not what I'm cast for. Uh, <laughs> but I got I did a sex scene in the thing I shot with. And I, it was my first time working with an intimacy coordinator and stuff. Uh, oh, and it was wow. a comical sex scene. So that like makes me feel more comfortable going into it. Like it's we're aiming for comedy so that is like i can wrap my head around that i'm glad i didn't have to be like and sell this as sexy i'd be like oh no yeah that's hard whenever you have to be like wait what like sex symbol what are you talking about like Mm -hmm. can we just make it like weird and normal and funky yeah i don't think my wife considers me a sex symbol we've been fucking for 20 years (laughs) right exactly I i guess and i guess maybe like what you and i did was kind of a sex scene though you know what i mean like you did (laughs) i did pop my top and start fucking (laughs) you kind of you kind of got my ass eaten (laughs) yeah that's sex that's like some that's some shit bro yeah that's technically that's oral sex i had on camera i know i think i think i've told this story on the pod before but makes more sense with you here so I was in Kyle and the the guys, the workaholics guys, did a movie called Game Over Man. Super funny movie on Netflix. Check it out if you haven't seen it. In that movie, I get my ass eaten by friend of the pod, a, bit, a previous guest, Ut Karsh. And yeah. when I got the email about doing it, I just agreed. I was like, oh, that's fun. Fly to Vancouver, shoot with these guys, get my ass eaten. And I was like. Ooh, that's crazy. I have never done that. And I was like, oh, I'll figure it out or whatever. I mean, I have done that, but like not on camera. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, and not, you know, with an ex. You don't want to, you don't want to marry the girl. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, debatable. Yeah, well, debatable. If you wanted to get it again, and, yeah. and I do. Uh, <laughs> we'll debate that a little later, okay? <laughs> we'll discuss at dinner. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, but like five days later, it's the shoot is in like two weeks. Five days later, I get an email from like production. It's like, all right, we're going to send over a VFX artist to get a mold of your ass for the prosthetic ass for the scene. And I was like, 
for five days, I was assuming I was going to be <laughs> like my ass on camera with someone having to put their face in it. I'm like, oh, I guess I'll just like baby wipe in between takes and make sure like I had like convinced. <laughs> and then when they called and we're like, we're just going to get the process. I was like, oh, yes. Now I'm even more excited for this role. Yeah. Hey, John, do you have any questions? No, no, we're good, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Classic yeah. Wait, example. Why are, you, why are you pulling your pants down, buddy? What are you doing, dude? Did you not see what was in your trailer, bro? What are you talking about? Dude, that's... I made a butt. I made a butt for you, dude. For real, that is... I'm just like, got it. I'm in. And I'm just so stoked to be working and, and hanging with people I like that I'm like, game on. And they're like, hey, 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 slow down. Pull your pants up. Put this prosthetic... Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, right. Yeah, you don't really want to go in there. Okay, yeah, that, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, fuck, yeah, of course. Because right. if I was Utkarsh in that role, I'd be like, can we use a prosthetic ass? Like, <laughs> Dude, yeah, exactly. It's like take nine. It starts to click. You're like, oh, right. There's like a lot of coverage. Take, right, nine right, right. Is, take nine is when I'm like, I'm sweating and I'm like, oh, this would have been awful for someone else. Oh, yeah. I do remember like because we did have that prosthetic butt like built into the table or whatever. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> I had to climb into the table and yeah. be bent over it. <laughs> so that day for lunch, like when we broke for lunch, we weren't done with that rig yet. So the fucking ass sat there at the table in the stage all by itself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I remember my parents were on set that day <laughs> watching me like solve this fucking riddle of how to make this work like from a very real like science perspective of like angles and like how am i coming up over i want this to really feel like gabrus's ass <laughs> and my dad is like i think it works <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like, I'm watching the monitors. I think you got it. You know, yeah. my mom's like, no, there's a wrinkle in the back of his shirt right there. You need to move yes. that down. This is completely <laughs> not realistic anal lingus. You're like, mom, <laughs> stop. you always say that about my work. Yeah. Mom, <laughs> stop fucking with the performances. I got that part. Get okay? off set. Why are you talking to them? <laughs> I'm Hi, I'm yeah. Kyle's mom. I think less uh, passion would help sell the joke. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, your mom just ran that note in. She did what? <laughs> yeah, got uh, it. That was a, that shout was a out day, that man. premiere party that had Shaggy at it. That uh, at yeah. the screening, not at the party. He performed at the theater before the movie came on. It was fucking awesome. I've only man. seen two movies in that theater. It's Game Over Man and Licorice Pizza. <laughs> oh, perfect, yes, dude. That's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> two wildly different. Um, experiences i would imagine yeah because yeah two, two game different over man that didn't get the chance to be seen in the theater like by many people other than that audience and it was fucking alive that screen was fucking i was into it man it was fucking bananas in the room if you were one of the lucky audience members to have been there or like in any of the test screenings when we were doing it, it's like that shit was so much fun with a fat group of people. It was just like everybody was giggling and laughing hard. And that Westwood like, Theater is enormous. It was like yeah, a thousand people was, in there or something. It was packed. Yeah. It was packed and the laughter was just rolling. I missed that, man. I missed the theater. Come on. <laughs> Well, all signs point to theater bouncing back hard. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, Dermer and I are here to promote a video on demand release. 
<laughs> hey, we were in theater. What a natural for a... segue. Yeah. Okay. The theater is amazing. So, uh, second to the theater, of course, is home theaters. <laughs> close second. Close second. Close second. No, we did get into the theaters for a weekend, and it was, it felt good. We That's, did that, bro. Please, that I keep saying I'm like getting so zen about this business where I'm like, yeah, I want a second season of my travel show so bad, but I'm like. Well, not a lot of people get one season, you know, not a lot of people, you know, like it's like uh, so many people don't get movies made like, but when you're in the moment, you're like, (laughs) you're lying, like pretending I'm that Zen in the moment is a lie. Like it's, this is like four months of therapy afterwards where I'm like, you know, it was actually just be happy with what happened. (laughs) And it's like this motherfucker. It but, never it never stops. That shit never stops in this business. I you know. always got to be like telling yourself to like chill out and manage expectations and be like, wow. Yeah. Like it's humbling. It's constantly. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it you spend is. a lot of money on copays to have someone help me understand that. <laughs> right. Yes. Exactly. Yes. I, I, love, I mean, like, that's where, yeah, dude, that's, that's exactly, I mean, I will, I am going to plug it. That's where I'm totally fine came from. It came from the therapist chair. You haven't seen it yet, but when you no, do I'm see stoked. it, yeah. you will see that it, it came right from the therapist chair through some abstract fucking minds talking about. Well, the titles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The yeah, title kind of put you in there too. I'm totally fine. <laughs> right, Dermer? Didn't it come from like, yeah. you were in a therapy session? I gave my, right? I gave my therapist a special thanks in it which I think oh. is okay. But yeah, it was just like dealing with 2020 and the uncertainty. And I thought I wasn't going to work all year. I was like, I'm absolutely screwed. And my fiance was working in hospitality. I'm like, we're both screwed. And it was really having to deal and get Zen. Like you said, those four months of talking about it and being like, yeah, it's going to be fine. I'm so lucky I've worked up until this point. Something's going to happen again. But it was that whole feeling, which really like the death of 2020, all that uncertainty is what inspired. I'm totally fine. That, that complete alien feeling of, of of trying to live in the moment, which feels so alien for a lot of us. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Like, it's one of those things, too, where you can, like, briefly, for a moment, be living in the moment and slip out. But you're like, yes, I think I was in the moment there for a second. That works. That's That sounds good. That feels good. <laughs> but, yeah, that inspired the whole thing. And, and yeah, you, you are right. Like, we are so lucky that we got to make a movie. And it was in the theater for even a hot second. Right. Exactly. That's the the perspective. Yeah. 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 That's a yeah. That's a that's a healthy healthy POV and hard to get to, and so that's that's awesome. And well, here's the positive news: because it's on VOD. If you're listening to this, you can watch it. You don't have to get to a theater in a major metropolitan area right now. You don't have to cough up an insane amount of money for popcorn and shit. You can microwave shit at home and throw on. I'm totally fine. Uh, Jillian Bell. Fucking yep. Natalie Morales. Yep. Kyle Newichek. Yep. yep, that's right. That's right. Your name is a hell all. of a fucking cast right there, dog. Yeah. Oh yeah. We got Blake Anderson in the mix. Ooh, we got Uncle we got Blazer. Harvey Guillen in the mix. Love you Harvey. Know? Yeah. You worked with him on Shadows. You were on Shadows, right? Yeah, in the pilot. Uh so, so sick. So awesome to have done that. Directed by Taika. <laughs> so well, sick. You, you do a bunch of them now, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm on that show. I've done, I've, I've directed and produced like I think like about thirty of them or thirty five of them by now. So I'm like, yeah, I'm, 
I love that. I love that whole premise. And I do remember when your scene in the pilot had me like, oh, fuck yeah. Okay, these guys got their ear to the streets because they got <laughs> Gabrus in the fucking thing. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Like, dog. this is, I'm, I'm looking at early Gabrus here. Like, I felt like, <laughs> yeah, super early. <laughs> like, cause you had done, I think you had done like Big Dipper for us on Workaholics. Yeah. And that was like one of my early, uh, like real TV credits, you know, like scripted someone else's show guest star thing. I didn't get a lot of those. You, you were, you were on, UCB, I was in New York right? for a while. And then, yeah. yeah. And then as UCB and I think, Rogers might have been writing for you guys at that point, and he's like, oh, my, yeah, and ben he's Rogers, like my best yeah, friend. Yeah. Yes. So I think, yeah. he- <laughs> and we just did that. We needed the big dipper, and you went over in the garage and did some dips, bro. I get tagged every once in a while. Someone, people are rewatching them, or that's like a reel that goes around is like the big dipper pun, and it just cuts to me be- shirtless doing dips. <laughs> we're getting some. Uh, we're get we're getting back in for the movie. Maybe there's some like. We got to just do some surveillance of the neighborhood to see who's around. <laughs> there's just one shot where there's you doing. Dips. Let me like, let me know, and I'll 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 go on testosterone until then, so I could be like super yoked, <laughs> and like and you and the joke could be like, holy shit, Big Dipper, good work, brother. Yeah, <laughs> Juice yeah. my head off for one for a one sight gag in the movie, <laughs> bro. Well, you know I got good at replacing heads because yes. of shadows last year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I got really good at that. I got. Yeah, I know how to put do my that head shit. on a yeah. <laughs> I know how to do that. <laughs> That's a really funny a fucking Easter egg no one gives a fuck about. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody will. No, that's yes. the whole thing. That's what you got to do. You got to be so true to the cinematic universe as you do shit that people don't give a fuck about right. yet. Yeah. Yet. They will care down the road. It ends up yeah. being a retroactive a Homer hits you on the way, Homer. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and so, any place where people get their movies on demand, uh, iTunes, rental, Amazon, whatever, uh, yep. click on if you have cable on demand movie, you can get it that way and shit like that. Yeah, uh, exactly. And anything, anything else you guys want to plug? I know both of you are. Oh, weird alien connection. Brandon directed that Blink-182 video that I'm in that everyone saw, that promo for the new Blink-182 reunion. Oh, yeah. And isn't Travis kind of a big... Tom. Tom, Tom. I get them all confused. I... <laughs> they have to all be by now, though, right? Right, yeah. They're you got, like, you can't all like, be in a band. you with... were right. <laughs> right. Yeah. You can't be in a band where a 33% of the band is a hard believer and not get a little worn off on you after a tour or a record. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That made me so happy that you came out and did that. Also that you you were in all those flyers that went all over the country. That I was know. incredible. <laughs> It got me such street cred with my two little brothers who are diehard Blink fans. <laughs> like when you when you asked me, I was like, "Oh, not really." You're like, "Oh, okay, even better because you have to sign an NDA and you'll be normal about it." Come on, it through. I was like, "Are you right. a big Blink fan?" You're like, "Not really." I was like, "Okay, cool. Do you still want to do this thing?" <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'm in." <laughs> and then we just shot. How are you forty? For- How are you forty and not a Blink fan? I, I don't know how that works. I know, and here's the thing: because all the music that was really popular with like white kids in the mid nineties, early nineties, when that music was popping off, I was kind of annoyed by my friends who all liked punk and ska. And I liked like big beat and hip hop and electronica and stuff. So I like rejected hard, like even the the bands that in hindsight, like I ended up like, but they were, they were all into like 
Pennywise, uh, Nofex, uh, Voodoo Glow Skulls, Blink-182. And I wrapped them all up into like one thing that frustrated I me. See. So Blink annoyed me for some reason. Because though- you were like going counter that culture. Exactly. Or whatever. You were, do- you were searching for something other than what everybody else in your My- world was searching for. Right, exactly. Yeah. And, cause, and, and that would later happen to me, that exact dynamic, in college with pot. Like my roommates in college were so annoying uh, while smoking weed that I was like, well, <laughs> and I, didn't, I like I didn't smoke weed in college. And like, look at me now. That blows fucking, my mind. <laughs> I have diamond fucking cannabis necklace on now. And, no, that makes sense to me. That yeah. makes sense to me. Yeah. And, now, now that you're settled into it, you're like, weed is okay. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, weed is great. Yeah, now nah, this shit yeah. rules. I just yeah. they sucked. It turns out, you know what I mean? Like same thing. It's like, oh, that music was good. These guys sucked, and I just attached them together for my whole life. Right, right, right. Yeah, but, but yeah, Tom. Tom loves the aliens, and he started the To the Stars organization, which took credit for that uh, unidentified objects video for unearthing that. That big, the, the first one that guy, yes. the first one like that the government was like, yes, okay, that is an ident- unidentified flying object. Yeah, yes, yes, it's a UFO. Fine, Tom. I hope you're happy. <laughs> is, <laughs> it blew up is our that, spot. I feel like Tom must have just sat back and was like. Fuck all of you! Like, yeah. Tom was like, "Let's reunite like, yeah. the band." I'm, I, I, my, my other mission is done. I can go back to fucking playing. I mean, how amazing! He has that song "Aliens Exist" from like 1998 off Enema of the State. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, he was on some other other shit. He was he was fucking early to the party. While mm-hmm. not a big Blink fan, did jerk off a lot to the latex nurse from (laughs) that is a look that i still like for some reason (laughs) and then um (laughs) oh this was recent (laughs) Uh, adam divine Divine played her when they remade that video they remade that video blink and, and adam plays her Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Look at this, yeah, all these small epic. look at all these connections. Look at that. We're all, yep. uh guys, go to the fucking uh apps wherever you fucking watch it and rent this movie. Check it out. Buy it. If you even if you don't want to watch it, you got fucking loose money laying around. Just buy it. Help juice the numbers. Eighty four minutes. minutes. Eighty four minutes? Dude, yep. f- listen to this podcast will love a sub hundred minute movie. That's the yes. fucking dream, dog. Young Frankenstein is seventy nine minutes fucking movie really classic yeah no one talks oh, fuck yeah. everyone's like that movie is bananas good at that short i i watch tons of old movies you throw on a movie and it's a, it's a hundred minutes you're like fuck yes we are gonna power through this shit you <laughs> yeah, go to dude. see fucking uh smile and it's two hours and 15 minutes you're like horror movies come on horror has yeah. got to be shorter than two hours <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> um but Check it out, uh, listeners. Also, listeners, you can listen to my podcast, Action Boys, uh, uh, and check out 101 Places to Party Before You Die now on HBO Max. Oh, Kyle, you're a podcaster now, too. I'm a podcaster. Listen to This is Important, okay? I'm out here I'm out here every time, every week grinding with the guys, grinding it out, you know? <laughs> so get your, get your butts in the seats and turn on This is Important, all right? Yeah. Uh, all right. Dermer, you got anything else over there, you, you fucking creep? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, you, you, just uh, leaned far, just, you just leaned far back in a way yeah. that made, made you seem I'm just, weirdly I'm just, creepy. I'm just creeping. I'll be I'll be back. Just go watch I'm totally fine. Tell a friend. Yeah. Yes, please. Tell a friend. Bye, shitheads. Later. <laughs> I am mighty. That was a headgum podcast. 
in a part of the world where there are no rules. Holy shit. Holy shit, guys. Holy I'm so pumped. I definitely have not watched this since I rented it on VHS in 92. Strangers united by the threat of death. We got all the fucking major players. Seagal. Vladimir Putin is a good man. Arnold. Here, come. Give it to me. I need you to cream pie me now. Stallone. People are loving this movie. It's actually, it's got a lot of heart. You're mentally irregular. <laughs> now... Somewhere, somehow, someone's gonna pay. I would fucking love for my wife to, like, see me rip a guy's throat out. But they didn't count on one thing. This movie's fucking insane. It's how you know it's a good movie. You have to do almost all the work yourself to figure it out. Oh, there's a fantasy component. There's some sword fighting. There's some lightning. Bam, 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 bam. You wake up after a few years, and then you don't even know who you are anymore. We're going to be making Terminators. <laughs> We're going to make a really great deal with the Xenomorphs. What? I don't hate them, but I pity the roommate. Yes, I understand. This is now the 20th ending of the movie. I am dark. I'm your dad. Action, boys. Boys will be boys. Subscribe here for bonus content and more free stuff from behind the paywall. To get new episodes, become a patron at actionboys.biz. Do it. Do it. Come on. Do it now.